Alright, so welcome to Movie Bros. Uh, we just watched Scarface from 1983, directed by Brian De Palma and starring Al Pacino. Kevin, what is your rate? 6.75 out of 10. Alright, mine is 6.5 out of 10. Oh, that's new news to me. Yeah, it's the lowest one I think I've done out wow. with these podcasts so far. Uh, not that it's not like this a good movie. The worst movie of all time. I still like enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, there are some really good like action scenes and tense character stuff, but I think the biggest problem is that it's just overly long and way too melodramatic for me. It felt very um, soap opera-esque in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Definitely some good scenes with some chainsaws, though. One scene with chainsaw. That's, that's what I love. So that's what it needs. It needs more one, chainsaw. One chainsaw, and I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because that, that, I think, is one of the first scenes that really, like really brought me into the world that, like, dr- first drug deal with the Colombians, you know. He, uh, Tony Montana is not, like, a big deal yet, you know. He's just kind of, like, a a low-level grunt. And you can really, like, feel like he, he has a bit more drive than the rest of the, his crew that's, like, going in there. You know, he's the one in charge. He's the one that's, like, trying to... Uh, like make a deal with this Colombian while still being like hard on him like he's not going to tell him what money is before he sees what the drugs is that kind of stuff you can really tell he's the one that is going to go places if he doesn't get killed in this one uh, fucked up drug deal yeah he's definitely on that high risk high reward path Mm -hmm. but he ends up living longer than all the other people so Go Tony. I mean, yeah. If only for like, maybe an hour more. And if in life, if you're a loyal myself. friend like his friend, you'll get murdered. Is what you learned. Yeah, exactly. I think the moral is crime does not pay. I guess he wasn't that loyal because he banged his sister. Mm-hmm. But he was gonna marry her. Well, so. he did marry her. Oh, he did. Marry he did marry her a day a day before. It was rude that he didn't invite him to the wedding. I know. It's crazy. I mean, probably would look bad if the groom gets murdered on the wedding day. The worst murder was the first one when they were in, like, the Colombian fucking concentration camp. Mm-hmm. Just a quick stab. Like, when I saw that first murder, I was like, this is going to be a fucking terrible movie if all <laughs> the... Like, you didn't even see the knife go in or anything at all. No, it felt realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it, it's, like, a quick assassination and, like, a crowded um like riot right yeah. so it had to be like quick and dirty and it, it really is the one that feels the most real because everything else is so like hyper violent yeah the last scene was really real though yeah exactly he it with 25 bullets yeah yeah shotgunned in the back by the matrix yeah when he kills like 30 armed guerrilla fighters uh, just from the top of a balcony without, like, barely taking That's cover. That's the thing I hate the most in fucking movies is when the hero, like, just turns around corners and murders fucking just, like, 25 people. Mm-hmm. Like, shooting from the hip, not I even hate when that happens in movies. Like, someone who's ready, like, around a corner to shoot him in the fucking face and they're a trained soldier. Mm-hmm. And he just turns around and he's like, fuck it. And just sprays them all to death. I like the grenade launcher, though. That's, yeah. a, that's a good mix. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he was just going to shoot through the door when there was those five dudes, but he's like, nah. Say hello to my little friend. That's the line, yeah. Very yeah. nice. Uh, 
Yeah, no, the explosions, I think, definitely make that scene a little bit. Because um, it is, like, a, a difference in Kanye. It's not just bullets going everywhere. There's some, like, explosions and fire, uh, a shotgun to the back, which finally ends it. But, yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's a weird ending just because it's so over the top. Mm-hmm. What was more weird, his sister trying to bang him or the Matrix guy at the end? Uh, definitely a sister trying to bang him. Like, well, I feel like she's not. I think she's just yeah, crazy and being like, this is what you want, isn't it? Because you're so fucking obsessed with him, which he is. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about, like, his weird obsession with I don't his get sister. What, I don't get it at all. Yeah, right. It seems like... His like his sister's hot. I get it, but... Like, out of everything that happens to him... Uh, like, being, like, almost murdered in, like, a drug deal gone wrong, or, like, his, like, business partners and, like, fucking with him, anything like that. Uh, even, like, the IRS, like, busting him. Like, he's not mad, but when someone is, like, weirdly sexual towards his sister, he just goes off. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't really understand his, like, inner motivation about it. I think he, like, really likes the idea of family. It's like the he's only a, pure thing in his life, Dale. Uh, yeah, I guess. But it's weird because we that wasn't established to us. Like we met her and she was a whore. Like we didn't know her when she was pure. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we we met her. Uh, like back when she was like living with her mother and she was like doing sewing and stuff like that. It's only when yeah. Tony Montana comes she, into like, her life that she becomes, uh, like kind of seduced by the life. Um, but yeah, though we don't really get enough backstory with her to really f- yeah. understand one why he cares so much about her. Um, mm-hmm. And or, she's trying to make out with his sister that whole fucking time he's home. It's weird. Yeah, it, it is a, a really weird dynamic, honestly. Um, and like the musical thing that happens whenever he like sees anyone with his sister, mm-hmm. it's like just so weird. It reminded me of the um, I don't think you've ever actually seen Kill Bill. But uh, there's this one, like, sound effect that, like, whenever she's about to, like, go crazy and murder someone, uh, mm-hmm. it's like that. Okay. And, like, everything goes red, and it's, it's hmm. basically like that. Or you're saying or it's that like things are going to go down, that he's gone fucking crazy. And they, like, zoom in on his eyes, and yeah, the exactly. screen goes black, and they're like, Bruh. Yeah, exactly. One of those. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's... it's. A, like one a little cheesy and two like I just don't understand what's going on with him in those those moments. Um, speaking of his love interest, let's talk about uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, uh, Avira. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sucks. Yeah, she's not Terrible. in it for a lot, and she never really even feels like she's his love interest. Like he, she hates him from the start. Uh, and basically he just murders her husband and she's, she's like, like, okay, I'm with you now, but yeah. I still kind of just fucking hate you. Wait, does he live in that guy's house? He lived, he, maybe for like a little bit, but he, he moved on past that to his own place, his own like weirdly gaudy mansion. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't make sense. Like if you have a trophy wife like that and you're a big drug dealer, like why do you let your wife be so mean to you? They both did it. It didn't make sense. I mean, yeah, I don't 100% know. Like, he definitely seemed like a wife beater, but he never really did it, other than that one dinner. 
That is true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are you, Maybe you, he you, actually cared for her. I, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I feel like he didn't really care for her more that he just saw her as another, like, thing to obtain. Mm-hmm. Um, is it true that if you do too much coke, you can't have kids? Is this a legitimate thing? I don't 100% know. Hmm. Um, I feel like it's probably not great for having a baby to be on coke. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to have to look into it. So, let's see. Who else? What else is uh, happens in this movie? The uh, the mom. Top quality character. Oh, yeah. The mom is, I think, my favorite character. Uh, just because she feels like the moral backbone. And also, she has great scenes of of, like, high emotion and, like, anger and sadness of what her son has become. But it never goes over the top into the melodrama that I think pretty much everyone else in this mm-hmm. film kind of just falls into. Um, she doesn't have enough scenes. No, she really doesn't. I Does think, she only have two? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And even the second one, she's really not in it yeah, that much. Yeah, he just comes in and he's like, where is she? She's like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's rough. Because I feel like having more of her and really exploring Tony's backstory mm-hmm. or his background or his family life would give us more insight yeah. into what he really wants like the much superior movie below mm-hmm. where they go in depth into the relationship with his dad a terrible movie but yeah one of the greatest movies in the history of man not a good movie but one thing that is honestly better with blow is that bit where he where you actually understand his own like is this the exact same backstory. time period as blow uh, like roughly mid eighties. Yeah. Also, same as Goodfellas, um, or pretty much any of the movies with cocaine, uh, with like Wall Street and stuff like that, like Wolf of Wall Street or uh, those or mid eighties. We That's yeah. hilarious. Or also um, American Psycho. Mm. One of mid eighties as well. Yeah, American Psycho is a much different vibe mm-hmm. though than those four. Although I guess technically, if uh, Scarface came out in eighty. Three, uh, maybe it's kind of more seventies, but it really got to its peak in the eighties. Hmm. Um, no, this was like sixties. Like it came out in the eighties, but it was based on the sixties. N- well, no, we start in the sixties hmm. with uh, Tony Montana coming over from Cuba. Hmm. Uh, and you see his kind of rise from being a Cuban Im- immigrant, which I think is. Just interesting the change that they made there from the original Capone movie uh, where Capone is like an Italian immigrant and like his rise from like being just a nobody to the most powerful person in the world um, yeah, why do you think they, they changed it changed what for him to into him being a Cuban American to get the Cuban vote Cuban vote is important. Yeah, not wrong. Um, but yeah, I think it's a something that's at least within the American consciousness at that time um, that you can kind of like hold uh, latch onto because I think at that point the Cubans have been in the U.S. for about twenty years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of have this 
almost American dream feeling of like coming in as a new immigrant and like making a name for yourself. But in the end, he's disgusted by capitalism as much as he is communism, even though I think it's really not even about any of the political stuff for him. I think he just always felt persecuted. Uh, Like there's always someone out to get him. There's that paranoia within Mm. him that's just within him forever. Yeah, even when he was rich and talking to the banker, he thought he was, like, fucking with him, which yeah, he probably was. He always he, thinks people are a, fucking with him. He is a fucking moron, so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's interesting to see the the changes that they made from the original. Obviously, I haven't seen the original, but, like, that's a pretty, like, big shift. And I think it's interesting uh, to see it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But he had essentially no good qualities. Oh no, he was a complete monster asshole, and uh, I think well, I think his but best quality was he's driven. I guess driven you don't to what? Not I don't root fucking for know. Him. Like he's not such an asshole that you don't root for. Him. Yeah, but you don't you don't care when he dies. No, you're very really. like neutral to his existence. I think a lot of people do like feel for Tony Montana and identify something with him. I really just don't. Um, at least for something like like Ray Liotta's character in Goodfellas, like you understand like the inclusiveness he feels within like mm-hmm. the the mafia uh, family. Yeah, you know, there's like reasons why like he'd want to gain that kind of power mm-hmm. and want to be like part of this criminal system. I don't. Other than like just pure ambition, there's not really anything that. I can latch on to with, with Tony Montana's rise. Yeah. And you don't even get that deep into, like, him and his f- best friend relationship. No, not really. Like, they're just beside each other doing shit the whole movie. I think, never, like, I think, honestly, they have the best chemistry between the, uh, any of the actors. But, like, it's all very plot-relevant. Yeah. I don't think you were really... No, there's, there's some, honestly. There's some, like, uh, moments where they're just talking, the two of them. Like that what? bit where, uh, like, Manny's trying to, like, pick up chicks with the tongue bit. You know, that, mm. that's, like, nothing. But at least it, like, cements their friendship a little bit. I don't know. But it's not, like, emotional. It's just, like, no. they're, they're boys doing dumb shit. The mm-hmm. only, like, kind of emotional thing that happens is when he's his sister's trying to, like, bang him. And he's like, no, nah, I don't bang my boys' girls. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the only mildly emotional thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like he's definitely under under serviced as well. And his his rise is way too quick. Like, from being a peasant, oh, great work. Mm-hmm. From being a peasant in the first murder scene, the seven times homicide. I mean, was it too quick? Like, cause he he became like a drug kingpin like two hours into the film. <laughs> I mean, it was not quick in actual time, but it, like, I don't know, the plot is just structured in a way that it, everything takes really long, but it feels like it happened too quick in the movie. Really? Yeah. Like, him him and his, like, wife chick, it's just like, all of a sudden he's with her, and then she hates him. It's like, that they didn't develop that in any way, like, you didn't see them having good times together, you didn't see them, it was just like, all of a sudden she wants to leave him. What do you mean? You saw that, that montage... Of them becoming yeah. rich. It was the montage of them getting married, and then she hates them. That yeah. That's the whole thing. Um, I, guess, I guess that is what I could think you're, you're thinking of. Like, they, they do kind of focus on, like, kind of the more important, like, turning points of, like, him being, like, recognized by someone in power, and then him basically fucking over that person in power. 
Uh, I think those are the, the best scenes, at least, and the most pivotal. Um, but I think there's a lot to be said about, like, the dynamics between, like, him and those people or anything like that that's not really developed enough. Mm-hmm. And so it feels shallow when it kind of happens. Yeah, it was almost like they tried to jam two movies into one. Like, the first one is him overtaking that old drug lord, but mm-hmm. in the end, that character is, like, kind of irrelevant, even though he's, like, the center of the plot for the first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's just some dude he fucking murdered on his rise to the top. Mm-hmm. And he stole his wife. For, yeah, that was the only For no reason. Reason, yeah. And he had, like, no other romantic interest in the movie other than this guy's wife. No. Which he's dedicated to stealing from the first scene. Mm-hmm. And, like, how did he not get murdered for, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His rise was too quick. Like, he's no one. And he's, like, trying to bang this guy's wife and, like, the first time he meets her. Mm-hmm. When he's, like... He was washing dishes the scene before and then he's in, like, a mansion trying to bang the guy's wife. It was, it was a real bold transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess they just see something in him that he's, like, driven to to succeed. Like, he's definitely effective at what he does, I guess. Is he? He almost got murdered several times. But he didn't. His friend saved him in the first time. That is true. That is true. Like, what is? What did he... Like, he didn't have any, like, good fighting skills. I don't know. Like, this is the last scene. This is the last he, scene. It's because he just did so much coke. Yeah, that's what you need. You really need cocaine. Coke powers. That's what... Keeps you going after 20 bullets to the chest. Yeah. And that's what we learned today. Good old Tony. Yeah. But Tony... Cocaine Mo- keeps you going. Tony Montana is the least Cuban name of all time. Really? Isn't that the weirdest fucking name? Antonio ever? Montana? I Well, I mean, I think of Montana as the state, which is nowhere near Cuba. I I guess, yeah. I don't know. But uh, what's, what's going on with that last name? Um, I think it might be Cuban. I mean, it would make sense that they chose a Cuban name, but... I don't know. But, the, yeah, the last scene was... It was alright, but it was a moderate letdown from all the pulp cu- culture references that uh, get mentioned about it. But uh, definitely top-notch grenade launcher, that's for shiz. Mm-hmm. Um, that's drive from Spanish, Montana. Um, actually, or, now that I think about it, or actually, uh, from the Montana's drive from the Italian word Montagna or Montana, which means mountain. Princess and the Bride. The guy's name is. I swear it's Montoya. Montoya. Nico Montoya. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Which I think probably is also the same root. Hmm. But. But yeah, it's it's a pretty Spanishy name. Yeah. But I also just hate Al Pacino and everything, so. It is weird, but, like, why? He's just, like, weird, slimy, and ugly. He's just, like, not... He's not, like, a good main man. He's, like, a good side character. Like, I feel like he should play, like, Joe Pesci, like, the crazy guy who gets murdered in, like, halfway through the movie. He's not, like, a Brad Pitt that I... That's a heartthrob that I want to... I want to cheer for the whole movie. I mean, I guess, but do you really want that in your gangster film? Yeah, like like, like a, a nice the, looking guy, not like this weird. I don't know. Ray Liotta is pretty hot. I mean, he I is pretty into it. That is true. And in the greatest movie ever, Blow, no. Johnny Depp, great guy. Johnny Depp's pretty ugly in that movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But. 
But uh, I don't know. Like, oh, I think he departed. DiCaprio and uh, fuck Matt Damon. They're both. Yeah, you need a you need a, just a hot boy to play that part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let me let me look at what uh, what Al Pacino's done that I've really liked him in. Because thinking about literally it, literally like, only Scarface, Taxi Driver, uh, and actually, no, Godfather. It's, not Taxi Driver, it's uh, a different person actually. Uh, I looked that up. Oh yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Known for, oh, we we've never seen Serpico. That's uh, definitely something we. Uh, want to look into at some point um oh he's in the irishman yeah irishman obviously dog day afternoon absolute trash um yeah like there's a bunch of like almost all gangster films is kind of what he's he's best known for like being mm-hmm. uh, he's best known for being like an italian stereotype uh which so is racist. interesting that he plays a Cuban stereotype in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I don't really know what Cuban people look like. Are they just, like, mildly brown? Yeah. Can Italian people actually pass as Cuban? Um, like, the other guy is very believably Cuban, his partner. Yeah, he's got a weird tan on him uh, throughout the whole movie. The only real Cuban I know is Pitbull. Pitbull is pretty white, so... That is true. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, they got Spanish, uh, kind of South American, yeah, that kind of, mm. like, look to them. Yeah, De- uh-huh. definitely some strong morality about not doing cocaine. Yeah, that's, that is the big thing. And don't fall in don't love, do love with your sister. Unless you're in, like, a firefight with, like, 30 guerrilla Bolivian soldiers. Mm-hmm. And also, don't do so much cocaine that you just dip your face in. Mm-hmm. Always, yeah. He always makes a bad decision after he dips his nose. You know what I noticed? Weirdly enough, uh, every scene where he's actually snorting, you don't actually see him snort. It's always, like, hidden by something. Like, there's that little, like, dipper that they have that they just put up their nose. But, like, whenever it's a line, they actually obscure it with something. Hmm. Um, which, I guess, is just easier to film, honestly. But... Yeah, maybe because the a- actor would have to actually snore in something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe they have, like, cocaine doubles in some movies. Some dude sure just come and, like, snort salt. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've definitely <laughs> seen movies where it you can see them snorting it within the, the shot, but um, maybe they hadn't figured out how to, like, really do it by the 80s. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the uh, bar scene. Terrible, terrible murder scene. Which bar scene? The one where they oh the nightclub try and murder him the first time yeah oh yeah it is super weird like why why do it in a nightclub? It's like wait for him to leave. It's not not that hard, guys. Yeah, overall it was a lot of nonsense. It was some good times, but way too long. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's some weird stuff with his sister. Yeah, cool. All right. That seems like everything we're talking about today. Uh, See you guys next time.